mixed picture there on the Asian stock markets ahead of the central bank policy meeting. It's been uh, it's been this way for what the, the past two days. I mean, we've we've seen a very cautious approach um, on the markets. Uh, the volumes have also, you know, come below, um, you know, the daily average. We saw the GSE, in fact, yesterday, just um, uh, about uh, 17 billion uh, worth of shares exchanging hands. We normally do about 20, 20, 24 billion, uh, around about there on a daily on a daily basis. So you get a sense that the markets are adopting this wait and see kind of an approach, and um, it's not going to change until we've got all these central banks, um, as we've been saying. Um, you know, conclude their meetings. We know the Fed is the first one tonight. Um, we've got the Bank of Japan uh, to, uh, tomorrow morning, and then we've also got um, the South African Reserve Bank uh, tomorrow in the uh, in the in the in the afternoon. So uh, it's a very cautious approach. I mean, we've got uh, pretty much a flat picture in Japan. Uh, the Nikkei trading um, about 11 points higher and uh, lower. Um, you've got the mainland uh, China with the Hang Seng uh, marginally up two tenths of a percent higher. Um, China is the only market I think that's in the green. You've got ASX um, 200 Australian market they um, marginally down. You've got the South Korean market also marginally down. And I think the other factor that's um, obviously uh, uh, impacting on the market this morning is of course the renewed. Um, you know, fear around the geopolitical tension that's unfolding or that's um, there between the North Korea and, and, and the U.S. Of course, we've had the strong, um, you know, words from Donald Trump calling uh, the North Korean leader a uh, rocket man. So very, very strong um, words, uh, strong, you know, powerful words they coming from Donald Trump. And I think that's what's uh, driving the market this morning. We're seeing uh, a little bit of nervousness around what, um, what, you know, around those statements. I mean, that potential um, of what that could actually mean and um, the retaliation or the response that we might actually potentially see from the North Korean leader um, is what's worrying the market as well, You're playing at, at the back of the market. But I think the big focus is, of course, the central banks. And we will wait and um, hear what the Janet Yellen and her team uh, delivers to, tonight. Uh, the expectation is that the rates will remain unchanged. The big focus will be on the statements. Are we going to get another interest rate um, hike uh, before the end of this year, and also just in terms of how they're going to address that uh, balance sheet uh, unwinding. I think they've been communicating, they've been quite transparent in terms of what they're trying to do in, with the balance sheet. Um, and I think, um, you know, the, the, market, the market expect them to begin uh, to unwind that balance sheet, which uh, obviously was necessitated by the fact that they needed to get the economy out of the, the danger zone. Now that that has happened, they need to begin to unwind and norm, normalize uh, their balance sheet. So a lot of communication is, uh, will be will be watched on that on, on that front um, in terms of the unwinding of the balance sheet. Uh, Bank of Japan also the unexpected. Uh, well, um, what we expect is that uh, unchanged in terms of the interest rates, uh, they will continue with their loose monetary policy. Uh, continue to obviously, um, you know, to deal with the this inflationary environment that Bank, uh, Japan finds themselves in. Uh, they've, they've, they've been struggling with this inflation for the longest of time, and um, you know, with these uh, quantitative easing measures that they've got in place, they're trying to boost uh, inflation, and it hasn't worked up to so far because um, you know inflation is still um, below one percent. In Japan. So in South Africa, I think 50-50 uh, between whether we're going to have a rate cut 
um, or, or, or unchanged. So I still think it's it's very balanced. Um, when you look at the inflation, um, we are definitely you know approaching the midpoint of the inflation, the South African Reserve Bank target, which is three to six percent. But I think the the the, the, the risk is that uh, we could begin to see inflation tick up marginally, and especially when you look at the fact that some of the drivers, such as your energy or the fuel prices, we've had an increase um, in September. Uh, we're also uh, looking at another increase when you look at the fact that the oil price has increased, uh, the rent um, uh, dollar price has also gone up, depreciated. Uh, so those two factors, I think, will pose a, a threat to inflation. Unfortunately, the better of, of, of bad news. Mm. And um, also just, uh, you know, saw a very interesting article yesterday about a Bitcoin, its recovery and the worth. And um, it's uh, recovered from Friday's sharp sell-off. But what is this Bitcoin? Is it a scam or, or is it something else? Talk to us about Bitcoin. <laughs> there are a number of people, there are some people that believe that Bitcoin is a, is a scam. Um, Jamie Diamond, um, the uh, CEO of um, of uh, is it JP Morgan? He came out. He says it's a scam. He doesn't believe in Bitcoin. Um, there are a number of others who think this is a, you know, a disruption into the currency market. I strongly believe that this is a new innovation. It's a disruption that is going to disrupt, you know, the um, the, the 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 currency market, just like the internet did many years ago. You know, obviously there will be there will always be at the beginning of any innovation there will be people. Uh, that are either, you know, skeptical, skeptical about the new innovation, and uh, only to catch up at the later, at the later stage. I mean, a number of things. We've gone through the days when uh, uh, some companies never believed that uh, we could actually one day see a, a, a cell phone taking uh, great pictures. Um, they still believe that uh, you would need to go and buy a film, uh, put it in the camera, and of course go and uh, print those pictures. Um, to mention a few companies like that, the likes of Kodak, which have now seen, uh, I call them dinosaurs. Of course, the thing of the past, they died because they failed to adopt. Uh, Bitcoin is a digital, a digital currency, um, also called a cryptocurrency. Basically, it's a currency that's not backed by any country's central bank. Um, you know, you don't need to... To, to, to have a middle, uh, a middle party uh, to a transaction like you have with the PayPal, with the Visa, uh, where there's a middle uh, party which takes, um, you know, charges you fees to transact. You and I, Sakina, can transact through bitcoins that I can transfer to you, make payments to you without having any middle person. And I think that's what, you know, it's the main attraction around this bitcoin uh, story and this main bitcoin revo- revolution. And um, we've seen, you know, the appreciation of the bitcoin. And I think this is because there's been more and more people participating in it. And of course, more and more uh, miners beginning to mine these bitcoins. We've seen the shape, I mean, the price of bitcoins rather uh, appreciate quite. Um, aggressively. Um, it had a bit of a pullback into the end of last week, and this is primarily because, um, you know, the Chinese government wanted to regulate, um, you know, they, 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 they regulated, they suspended some of the uh, Bitcoin exchanges, um, and they were beginning to come in and tap into that space where they want to regulate, because I feel that uh, the reason why they would want to do that is because the government, now that they don't have control over these uh, currencies or cryptocurrencies, they feel threatened. And of course, correctly so, because 
more and more people are using the crypto uh, currencies and they're no longer using the conventional ways of doing business, uh, which is through the physical currencies or the, the currencies as we know them, the rent dollar, the euro dollar. Um, so that's obviously a threat to some of the governments. They want to gain control. Um, and uh, that's why the central bank or the Chinese government wanted to come in. That uh, sell-off only lasted for about two days. We are now back at the levels where, almost the levels where we were before uh, that story unfolded, that the Chinese mm-hmm. wanted to, 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 to regulate it. So it tells you that uh, they, they're not able to, to put it down, and I think it, it will continue uh, to go up. Uh, obviously, I'm not trying to advise anybody to go into it, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, innovation uh, that uh, one has to watch uh, quite closely. It has been volatile. It's, I have to say that it's not for the faint-hearted uh, because it moves quite aggressively. I mean, just the move between Friday and today, it's about 34%. So it's, it's quite an aggressive move, but it's a very ph- wonderful, phenomenal. It's a very good uh, story uh, that um, is very interesting. In fact, I believe that in Cape Town, already pick and pay is accepting uh, the bit uh, the bitcoins as a mode of payment uh, mm. for people to buy into some of the to buy goods using bitcoin so it's it's it's, it's new but it's definitely growing i tell you what i think we must have a conversation maybe a forum about bitcoin and the like because there seems to be quite a healthy bit of interest there and speaking of pick and pay i read somewhere uh, that they have actually suspended they tested it they piloted it but then they suspended it but i think we must talk more about this thanks so much um, maudi linswane who's the ceo of lehumo investments